Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This episode of Do As I Say, Not As I Do is perhaps destined to be a morning roadshow classic. 44-year-old Trevor J. Robinson of Oloth, Kansas, was indicted last week by a federal grand jury on charges of felony possession with intent to distribute a large amount of illegal drugs, including methamphetamine, cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, and ecstasy. Those charges, by the way, could bring him life in prison. You would think that a guy successful enough in the drug trade to be able to pay for a Maserati wouldn't have the exotic vehicle full of illegal drugs. But that's exactly what happened. Because driving a Maserati in Kansas City never attracts attention, now does it? It was pulled over back in October, and police found the drugs in his vehicle at that time. Now, he probably could have been safer selling drugs out of his workplace, because Robinson was listed as the office manager and owner of a company called Nuvista, a drug addiction rehab center. (laughs) Drumming up business for business. Last night, Cliff... Yeah. I uh, stepped on the scale at home. Uh-oh. I'm up 12 pounds. 12? Uh-huh. Wow. I think I could be in line for an Oscar Mayer gift card, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I feel this morning, Cliff, like I'm talking over Mount Vesuvius. Mount Vesuvius? Yes. <laughs> Why is that? I've got one of those giant bumps on my lip. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like a cold sore kind oh, of thing? Oh, yes, and it hurts, and it's like right where I suck with my straw. <sighs> and it's like annoying as can be. Every time you talk, it's like i got to get the words over this mountaintop before they come out. <laughs> Cliff, you were talking about the um, number of coronavirus cases here in the county. Yeah. What was that number again? Uh, eight. Eight. The reported yesterday. Eight new cases. Well, the trend seems to be getting a little bit better, I will say that. I would agree. And I know everybody is uh, anxious to, uh, you know, get in line and get their shot. Yeah. I'm not so sure I'm as um, anxious to get the shot as Eric Church is. Why is that? He says, Cliff, he would take a vaccine in the eyeball to get back on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would. Would you take one in the eyeball, Cliff, to, uh, <laughs> if that's what it took? Huh? Um, no, I'm, I really don't want a needle in my eyeball. I, I think I would just go with the face mask and the uh, social distancing myself. But Weed, I must say, I've always wondered what the penalty was if this happened, if it ever happened. And we're about to find out. The giant white sign atop Mount Lee has looked over Los Angeles for nearly 100 years. And if you want to see the massive letters that spell out Hollywood, you have several options. Most folks will visit the Griffith Observatory. A pretty close distance away. You can also go to Lake Hollywood Park, or there's a, a number of other overlooked locations. There are three hiking trails that you can use to go up, around, and behind the sign, but the Hollywood sign itself is fenced off, guarded by surveillance video, and the website hollywoodsign.org also says it's looked over 24 7 by a uniformed police officer. But apparently that wasn't the case Monday afternoon. As the Los Angeles Times reports, six people scaled the steep terrain from the trail going down to the sign. They then climbed the fence and then changed the sign to one of their own making, apparently throwing a giant tarp over the letter W to make it a B. And then they put a white dash on the last letter to make 
the D, a B, and thus spelled out the word Hollyboob. <laughs> the six then left the scene, but were spotted climbing down to street level by a police helicopter. Officers with handcuffs were waiting at their cars. All six will be charged with misdemeanor trespassing because the sign was not damaged. If there was damage, of course, there would be additional charges. Now, you know, if you're going to make a sign with a giant boob in it, it should definitely be hung over the park in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Dolly boob. <laughs> I hope you meet her someday. <laughs> I'll be happy to shake her hand. And with me right beside you so I can tell her what you've been saying all these years. <laughs> Seven Summers with Morgan Wallen on the Morning Road Show. And I really, really like Morgan Wallen's music, Cliff. Um, I was just getting ready to ask you about Morgan Wallen. <laughs> yeah. Ironically. I like him, but yes. I think um, he needs to lay off the booze a little bit. Uh, no, I, I think we need to lay off Morgan Wallen for a good oh, while. Oh, mercy. I'm going to throw out the suggestion of just banning him for a while. Oh, I hate to do that, Cliff. Uh, but, you know. I know. <laughs> I know. If if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, just go to Google and search Morgan Wallen N-word, and you'll find the answer. He um, Every time he gets drunk, he seems yeah. to have trouble, Cliff. He tore up the bar there at um, Kid Rock's place in Nashville about a year yeah. and a half ago. Yep. And I believe this last incident was Monday night at his house. His neighbors yeah, was in his front yard. His neighbors <laughs> were recording him, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, dropped the N-word. Yes, he did. He, he and, dropped all uh, kinds of words there Monday night. <laughs> if if you want to, if you're on, if people are on Twitter at all and they want to see what, like, the definitive, like, we need to do better country music, go find Maren Morris and the things that she has said basically at, at midnight last night um, about what he's got going on, that, you know, country music needs to do better. So... That's my comment. We're, he's 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 subject to be banned. Banned. <laughs> I will say it again. Banned. Well, I kind of poked around on this yesterday, Cliff, but I, uh -oh. I want to do some more poking here. <laughs> no. It seems that um, your ability to play this kazoo on Monday has got a lot yeah. of our listeners excited about your uh, kazoo skills, for a lack of a better term. <laughs> and today's the day that I'm going to go get the kazoos. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. And so I'm going to pick them up in Fort Branch, and I'm going to get the blue one like you recommended, and yes. I'll get a backup one, too, for you just in case. Just in case. Just right. in case, you know, something happens. Yeah. But um, listeners are starting to put wagers on, Cliff, how good <laughs> no. this is going to be. And they're wanting to bet me all kinds of things, and I kind of like to have bets where I'm going to win. You know, I like well, I mean, sure you, stuff. You know. <laughs> You want wait 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 wait. I know you want the odds in your favor, but are you saying that you don't believe I can play the kazoo, or are you defending me? Are you falling in on my side? No, I'm going on your side. Oh, okay, good. I, that's why I'm so the, I'm relying on your are, skills. Are wagering the listeners are wagering that I cannot play the kazoo. Not to the uh, effect that the first caller who tries to win Monday the uh, dozen yeah. roses yeah. that they won't know the song you're trying to play. You see, I oh, say okay. you they will know it, and the first caller is going to win. Okay. Our listeners are going just the opposite of that, and there's no way it'll take at least three, <laughs> if not four, tries on the same song. And, you know, we're throwing down some stuff here. Uh, one of the suggestions yeah. is, if I lose, 
then immediately following that first try, we have to play two songs by Alan Jackson back to back. Grumpy pants. We'll need two pair of grumpy pants. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not really wanting that to happen. No. If I win, one of our listeners, Cliff, has said they would pay for one of the two kazoos. Oh, really? Now, this is $22.50 a piece on these kazoos, so I hope they know what they're getting into here. We're talking about $22.50. We're not going cheapo here. We're going with a good kazoo. $22.50. What'd you say? I don't believe they were $22.50. I might have rounded up a little bit, but they're in that neighborhood. (laughs) And so that's why I'm wanting to know, Cliff, if I could get $22.50 out of one of our listeners, if you are successful, (laughs) what do you think? Should I go with this? Perhaps, yeah. (laughs) All right. Although I'm I'm, I'm guessing if if you're going to get $22.50, I need a cut of that. Or else I will tell people exactly what the actual the purchase price is. <laughs> well, yesterday, Glyph, I found out something that I never knew before. What's that? And it took a trip to Louisville, Kentucky, for me to figure this out. Maybe you had, you had to go to Louisville yesterday? I had to go to Louisville after uh, we got out of here yesterday. And, and um, what did you find while you were there? Well, I always thought in my mind of minds yeah. that the worst place you could drop your phone would be in a toilet somewhere. True. I think that's generally accepted as the worst place. I'm, you found someplace worse, I think. I'm it. thinking I may have. <laughs> Where did you drop your phone? I uh, dropped my phone yesterday yeah. in the restroom of a truck stop right in front of the urinal, splat, <laughs> on the floor. And as soon as it hit the ground, I thought... I would have yeah. just assumed this went in the toilet, and I'd have just left it there. Now I have to have that decision. Do I pick it back up? Yeah. And for the rest of the day, Cliff, mm-hmm. I tried my best to scrub it, but no matter how many times I rubbed the thing, it was like, I don't want to touch this. I really don't want to touch this. And then put it up to your mouth. And then this morning, I've got Mount Vesuvius here on my lips, so I'm wondering if there's something going on here. Ugh. Ugh. It might just be me, Cliff, but it seems to me like they've been working on that road since I was about 20. It just seems well, like been, a long, long time. They've been talking about it since, you know, the early 70s, the early to mid-1970s. They talked about it, and they talked about it, and they talked about it, but they've only officially been turning dirt on it since 2008. Well, it seems longer than that to me. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Well, Cliff, it's official. What's that? We've um, signed all of the agreements except for one on the uh, bet with you and your kazoo skills. <laughs> okay. It's going to be on. We got some negotiating still going on about, you know, kazoo pricing. Okay. But I take the uh, attitude that, you know, if you're so confident you're going to win, yeah. what difference does it make how much the kazoo costs if you lose? <laughs> Is I that mean, not that's right? True. That's right. If, if you have no fear about losing, it doesn't matter what you bet. How's that? I could make up some crazy number yeah. that they cost a hundred dollars a piece. If you're, you know, sure you're going to win, what difference does it make? That's right. You know, twenty-two fifty is a lot less than a hundred dollars. What do you think, Cliff? It's yeah, it's like a quarter basically. Yeah, pretty well. <laughs> we did the dictionary. The word idiom is explained as a group of words that have a meaning not deducible from the individual words. It's kind of a 
metaphorical versus literal thing, and a good example of an idiom is the phrase, it was written all over his face, which of course means that whatever a person is feeling or thinking is obvious to those nearby just by the look on their face. In Florida, though, your mileage may vary, especially if you're 22-year-old Matthew Letham of Newport Ritchie, Florida. He was arrested Sunday and charged with possession of marijuana and misuse of the 911 system. Investigators say that he called 911 just to get a ride home and then yelled at an officer when refused. And that's guilt, of course. It can only be proven in a court of law. Although we do know in the mugshot taken as he was booked into jail, it's plain to see it was written all over his face. Not guilt or innocence, mind you. He looks like a lot of other people who were arrested while high as a kite. No, what's written all over his face is the fact that he's the actual quintessential Florida man, and thus deserving of all the awards and trappings thereof, because Letham has the entire state tattooed on his forehead. <laughs> you ever think a tattoo artist like questions his clients, or he just sticks on there what they want? I would. I. You mean? I, I'm sure it varies. Are you sure you want that? <laughs> and I'm sure that there are tattoo artists who would say, I'm not doing that. I don't care what you say or how much you're going to pay me. I ain't doing that. <laughs> that would have been a good one to do on that one, Cliff. I would say so. <laughs> I wouldn't want Indiana tattooed on me anywhere, to be honest with you. No state. Indiana, really? I don't know. Would you want a state? I mean, I'm, I'm not. It's not really. I mean, I'm. Uh, I moved to Indiana from Mount Carmel when I was like four. Okay, so I've and I've lived much of my life here and enjoy the state very much and all of the things that you know you can do and go and see and identify as a Hoosier. But I'm really not going to get the state tattooed on anywhere on me, let alone on my forehead with the tip right between the eyebrows. <laughs> I'm going to mention this story, Cliff, with the uh, understanding yeah. between you and I and our wonderful 11 listeners yes. that no one, no listener goes to this website and puts the Morning Road Show with Weed and Cliff in as the name. Okay. And the story is this, Cliff. For years, we've all heard of different places where for Valentine's Day, you can have a cockroach named after one of your exes for Valentine's Day. We've heard that several yes. times. Yes. But this is where I don't want you to go. Okay. The Humane Society in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. They're offering a special service for Valentine's Day where for a donation of at least $5, they will write the name that you contribute to them on the bottom of a kitty litter box. <laughs> And then on Valentine's Day, Cliff, yeah. they release the cats to, <laughs> to do, do their, their business all over the names that are <laughs> on that box. <laughs> I say that with the understanding that no one, no one goes to the Humane Society of Sioux Falls. Don't do yeah. that. Don't do that. <laughs> Doing that, Cliff, with an yeah. X would not be a smart move because that's yeah. poking a bear, wouldn't you think? No, I totally agree. Yeah, you're just asking for trouble. Yes, and the Humane Society says they've got numerous, numerous <laughs> names already submitted. So, <laughs> Cliff, do I sound 
particularly lonely this morning for some reason. <laughs> do, do I have not that any, in my voice? Not any, not any lonelier than you normally sound. <laughs> well, I ask that because, you know, it hasn't happened in a while, but from time yeah. to time I have been asked in person or by a text yeah. message here, that easy-to-remember number, 812-682-0520. That's us. That's us. Yes. You can text that anytime. But I've been asked, you know, from time mm-hmm. to time, if it's lonely sitting in this room by myself, talking basically to myself over and over again. <laughs> and surprisingly, I'm used to sitting by myself, Cliff, talking to myself, so that really doesn't bother me. But yeah. I thought maybe to... You know, no one asked me that question because basically I'm doing the same thing. I, I've been asked that, not recently, but when we first yeah. started doing this Zoom thing, I was asked that. But I think it's yeah. so good that you really can't hardly tell. Unless we mention it. Unless we bring it up. And then people were like, wait, you're not in the same room? Yes. In fact, I had someone ask me this past weekend if we have always done this since the very beginning. <laughs> Did you tell them, yes, we have? No, oh. I told them the truth. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> wish they'd asked me. But yeah, I don't know why I must have that lonely feeling in my voice this morning, Cliff, because I got a text message asking... Yeah. If they could bring a mannequin in to stand in here <laughs> so I wouldn't feel lonely. It hasn't gotten to the point of mannequin. You know what I'm saying? That's like a different level of loneliness. But one of our listeners says he can get yeah. a mannequin yeah. and bring it by and drop it off outside. And I can bring it in here and prop it up against a wall in here. There's a part of me that kind of wants to do that, to be honest with you, Cliff. Just to I, have I think one there's a certain curiosity about just having a mannequin in the studio that's, you know. And kind of incorporate that mannequin in with it, you know, like they're a person in here with their own thoughts and stuff. It's, it would almost be a character then that participates in the program. Yes. Oh, if Nick from Otwell was only just a mannequin. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want that mannequin in here, Cliff. <laughs> no. You no. know how it's dressed. No. This, this, yeah, I know. I know. We, we don't yeah. have to go there. No. no. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So is this, yeah, is this mannequin a male mannequin or a female mannequin? I was told that it's a female mannequin, which would be a little okay. bit different. We've never had a female here in the morning. No. <laughs> we have not. I'm going to text back and say, let's do this. Let's do this now. <laughs> you know, our text messaging service, it kind of trickles in and kind of comes and goes and... Yeah, and for, someday you're, you know, it's like anybody out there, hello, 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 812-682-0520. And then there's never, you know, usually it's like we get a few an hour here, there, or yonder. And then sometimes we'll throw a subject out here on the air and we are literally flooded with text messages. And that's what's happened and it's made me a little bit, a little bit remorseful here this morning, Cliff. <laughs> remorseful. You see, you and uh, I have tried different things to make this program at least listenable. Let's say that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, the different characters that have appeared, some of which through our creation and some of which are just, you know, listeners who have volunteered to, um, I don't know, show up on a regular basis and try to make some kind of contribution. Like, say... Um, Phil McCracken. <laughs> yes. Love him and or hate him, he was trying to make a contribution. He was trying to make a contribution. And he may and still be back once he gets his job. You settled. know, he's, he's having some employment issues and this, that, and the other thing, and is not able to listen like he, he used to. 
and, and then, you know, we do things like uh, the Wheel of Wonderment and the Magic 8-Ball and this, that, and the other thing, the um, Take only, It to the Bank thing. Only you can this, make it stop. Only you can make it stop. Just things that we hope are fun that people are playing along with because we want everyone to have fun and we want everyone to leave our program for whatever they can spend with a smile when they go away. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. We even have a podcast you can listen to all this garbage right. at one I, time. See, and I totally forget, we should talk about that more, is that basically everything that we do here on the program is uh, recorded. And we edit that down into a podcast of about 15 minutes and then post it in the afternoon. And if, you, if you're on uh, Spotify, if you're on iTunes, if you're on any one of those number of sources, you can subscribe to the, pod, the podcast. Or you can just go to Wheatoncliff.com. It's available there as well. Now, all of those things we've mentioned that we've tried to do over time, yeah. it all comes down to this, Cliff, the remorsefulness. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. About what? I can't keep up with the text messaging because of yeah. mannequins in this room. I don't know That's what right. the excitement there is, <laughs> but I have been inundated with everyone wanting to know whether this is going to happen or not. I don't know if it's going to happen. Having a mannequin in the studio. Listeners are more excited about a dummy sitting in here <laughs> than they are anything, anything we've, we've done in nearly a decade and a half. Yes, it's sad, isn't it? Cliff, I thought we'd put the mannequin to bed, so to speak. But <laughs> I don't think we want to put the mannequin to bed. Well, I thought we'd put that whole conversation should, to bed. How's that? You should. Yeah, that's better. That's a much better way to say that. And I foolishly, and after I said it, I hoped that no one would, you yeah. know, really be paying attention to catch it. I said, you know, talking to a dummy in here. Yeah. And during the nine o'clock news, we got this comment. Before COVID hit, there was two dummies in the studio. All right. Before COVID hit, there was two <laughs> no. dummies in here. <laughs> That's taking a shot at you, Cliff, and you had nothing to do with that. You know, no, I see. I'm just over here doing my job. Cliff, I read this morning that Hollywood is in desperate need because they have a shortage of qualified stuntmen. I'm wondering how you get qualified really? to be a stuntman. I mean, what's I, your qualifications? Like you hmm. are alive? I mean, <laughs> you know... The last movie I was in, they blew me out of a window 10 stories up, and voila, here I am. What have you got for me? How do they qualify that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you put on your resume? You can fall down without breaking your ankle? You know, I don't know. Is there like a school you go to to be a stuntman? I don't know that either. Or a book of for dummies? No, dummies. <laughs> stunt, stunt man for dummies. <laughs> yes, or something. Oh wait, 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 wait! There is a school for stunt men. Get out of here! Provides the skills and knowledge to be a stunt man. Is it in California? And it's uh, let's see, it's just Seattle, Washington, actually. The United Stunt Men's Association International Stunt School, where you will learn to fall and uh, get into fake fights. Set yourself on fire and uh, drive like, uh, I don't know, a stuntman would, I suppose. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, they never offer that job career up at the uh, career day in school, do they, Cliff? No, no one ever comes to talk about their life as a stuntman. I never had a counselor say, you know, well, you'd be a good stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'll blow you up. They'll, make it, they'll do horrible things to you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And you're perfect with your skills. Well, Cliff, our take it to the bank this morning. I, I wish. Yeah. I wish it was on how to ask for a mannequin without 
sounding creepy. <laughs> because our mannequin man has yeah. now dropped out of the running. So it do doesn't mean? look like the mannequin is on its way, Cliff. Oh, oh, so the person <sighs> who got all excited about getting us a mannequin and generated a furor that's rarely seen on this program has now said, never mind. I can't do it, yes. <laughs> well, that's nice. I know. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. If you're in a room with just 70 people, yeah. there's a 99.9% .9 chance that two people in that room will each have the same birthday. Okay. And if you're in a room with just 23 people, Cliff, yeah. that chance is still 50-50 that two people will have the same birthday. That seems awful strange to me that just 23 people, you're even odds that two people out of those 23 <laughs> will have the same birthday. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Out of 365 chances or 366, I guess, on a leap year. Yeah. But all of that you can take to the bank. Sadly, no mannequins involved. Well, here's Chris Young. <laughs> Cliff, was there anything said today? <laughs> yeah. Phrases of the day start with number three. Would you take one in the eyeball? <laughs> no, I would not take the vaccine in the eyeball. Mm, no way. Number two. The tip goes right between the eyebrows. <laughs> if you're going to get the state of Indiana tattooed on your forehead, that is. That's how that works. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I'm sad to say, listeners are more excited about having a dummy in the studio. Seemed to be really popular, and then all of yeah. a sudden the mannequin was pulled out from under our legs. That's right. And we put the mannequin to bed. Yes. Don't say that again. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.